0: This is Shannon Cox, your academic coach in the EDD program, and welcome to Beyond the Syllabus. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Dr. Jim Martin. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And we will be talking about strategies for having crucial conversations with faculty members. So at certain points through this program, a student may find themselves in a position where they need to have a crucial conversation with an instructor or an advisor for a variety of different reasons. And sometimes those conversations are difficult to get started or approach if you've never had to do that before. So today I wanted to talk about this topic because sometimes we see students getting stuck with how to approach a crucial conversation so then it just never happens, or it is always handled in the most effective way. So I'm hoping we can get through some scenarios today and you, Dr. Martin, can give your input on how it might be best to handle each scenario. And so I think um, there's a variety of reasons that students may find themselves facing a crucial conversation with their faculty. And also, there's a variety of reasons as to why they may struggle to approach them. Having a conversation with a faculty member as a doctoral student can be very different than having one as an undergraduate student or even a master's student. So our students are working professionals with substantial careers. They're leaders. This isn't their first rodeo. They're likely dealing with different careers and personal life changes than in their previous degrees. At the same time, sometimes, not always, I think students can feel kind of like, this is my third degree. I know how this works. I got this. I don't need to reach out to my faculty. Everything's going fine. So before we get into the scenarios that we're going to go through, Dr. Martin, can you give us your thoughts on the purpose or the need, if there is one, for students to build relationships with their faculty throughout this program? Do you think it's important? Um, How does a relationship with a faculty in a doctoral program differ than what it might look like in a master's program?
1: Sure. Um, so first, to, to go back to a point uh, that you made in your, in your discussion there. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a big difference between studying at a master's level and at a doctoral level. And really, there's very little that anybody can do to tell you as a student what those things are. I remember when I was applying for doctoral programs. I would reach out to various people and ask them questions that I thought were important Um, and then you know I kind of felt like hey I went to a master's program at a fairly challenging place you know it'll be kind of like that except more and it was different than that and there were a lot of things that were different about it and I don't think anybody could have explained that to me so coming into something like this you know building those relationships with the faculty members especially those uh you know your advisor and program and things like that um are really useful uh and again especially in an online program where the natural tendency to, can be to you know for some is to be a little isolated from that process and so you know and we are aware that all of you as students are you know generally working people with families and other commitments and things like this and so we are around to have those conversations. Um, the last thing that I would want anybody to think is that we think there are stupid questions or that we don't value those kinds of relationships because we do. Um, as far as your question specifically, you know, um, we have, a, there's, you'll encounter a number of different faculty members in your classes. And so, reaching out to them um, just purely from a networking standpoint is a good idea because we have faculty that, uh, of course, all of our core faculty are here on campus, but we have faculty that are all over the country in a variety of different roles. Some of them are consultants who have doctoral degrees who like to teach on the side. Other of them, you know, do this for a variety of different reasons. And so. You know, reaching out to them um, just to start a conversation is never a bad idea. Uh, So uh, building those relationships, I think, you know, for me, in my, um, when I was younger, (laughs) um, networking was a very difficult thing for me to do. and uh, But I learned how to do it. And you never know what positive things can emerge from building some relationship with somebody uh, in this way. So uh, I think that, um, yes, we welcome that. I think all of our faculty do. We encourage them to do that. And uh, you should absolutely do that. Um, As far as the relationship with faculty differing from a master's program, um, you know, A lot of our, uh, you know, I view it like this, you know, we as faculty members have a set of training and have a set of experiences which are beyond what um, you as students have. That doesn't mean that they're better, but you're here to learn from us about what those things are. And so, you know, does that mean that we're in a superior role? No, it doesn't. It means that we have some things that will be useful for you. We have some tools and know how to use them that students um, need to know in order to Navigate this process and get a lot of benefit out of it. So that's how I would see it.
0: Great. Thank you. I think you brought up a really good point that I haven't considered in this topic and that the online component of it. It's not only reaching out to your instructor for different scenarios that we might go through today and and these are kind of crucial is what we're calling them you might be in not a great position in this these cases that we'll go through but obviously always for networking but just you don't have the opportunity to have a face-to-face in a classroom once a week or twice a week or whatever the case is in a non-online program so maybe that's a piece of it too where you don't have the opportunity to establish that i see you once a week i'm comfortable approaching you about xyz scenario so i'm glad you brought that up because i think that's important also and we of course always welcome students to Well, they're required to come to campus for orientation, but to come back and visit us for a variety of different um, events on campus. So so I think with that, we can get into our first kind of crucial conversation scenario, um, which would be a situation where um, I, as a student, don't agree with a grade or feedback that I have received from instructor. So in this case, and it happens, should I say something? And if so, what should I say? Um, one step further, should it be an email or a phone call? What's kind of the etiquette and the way to approach this situation?
1: Okay, so thinking of a specific assignment within a class uh, where you, know, you received a grade that, that you're, you don't understand the reasoning for or feedback that seems jarring or something like that. One of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received about things like that is to take a look at it, you know, read through everything and let it set for a day. You know, come back to it the next day, look at it again and decide if, is this something that really rises to that level of importance or not. Sure. Uh, And so, you know, there's a lot of tools in our classes like, the speed grader rubrics that kind of give you a sense of what areas might be, might've been problematic. There's also feedback that, you know, instructors provide that addresses some of those component parts. And so looking through that, your answer may be there. And in the heat of the moment, you know, you may not, you know, agree with something, but then go back and look at it, you know, with a little bit of perspective and, and a night's rest maybe and, and decide, well, yeah, you know what, they're right. Sure. And, and, you know, really, you know, the goal of the instructor is to try to get you towards something, again, you know, you haven't used a hammer before, and sure. he, this, he or she has used a hammer many times, we're trying <laughs> to explain that, and, and sometimes it takes a little while to teach somebody how to do that, so that's really what they're trying to do, they're not trying to be punitive or, you know, we don't grade on curves or anything like that, so, you know, that's, their, that's where they're coming from. Uh, in the best possible scenario. Um, now, let's say that after you've done that, you still don't kind of get it. You know, I think that reaching out um, in a course by a course message is the right way to approach that. Is to ask those questions like, "Hey, you know, I noticed this, and i could you explain, you know, your your thinking here? You know, just something like that. Okay. You know, um, you know, at your convenience. I'm not sure I completely understand why this ended up this way or this part of the feedback, you know, you might copy and paste that in there and say, I'm not, I'm not making that connection because the goal is learning, you know. So, you know, asking those questions is fine, Um, you know. But, you know, we're a Jesuit program, so be sure to think of that, you know, being polite in those engagements is really important. And again, consider what they're, you know, all of us, uh, sometimes you know you have this image of the professor who's teaching their classes and then you know maybe putting on their jacket with patches on the elbows and going smoking a pipe and eating cheese <laughs> and drinking wine and that's just not i mean that's not reality you know especially <laughs> most I mean, so so we have kids of our own we're doing things we're busy you know uh in a whole variety of of uh, activities plus our jobs and so um, we're in the same boat as you. So, you know, uh, respecting that we are coming from the same place and assuming good intentions is, is always wise.
0: I like that, assuming good intentions. I think both ways.
1: Um, also, just to yeah. add something. So if you send this course message, you know, ask if, if you want to have a phone call. If you're, if you're that type of person, some people learn through different channels, you know, ask. Uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily reach out with a phone call with my first uh, thing but rather send a course message ask you know hey can we can we talk about this on the phone because I'm not sure I think it would help me learn it better if that's your preferred learning style
0: perfect thank you with that we'll move to the second scenario which has to do with um, as you mentioned kind of personal life it happens it happens to everyone we all have one Um, some instances maybe it gets a little crazy it happens a week goes on i haven't engaged in my course i've lost a lot of points the instructor has reached out but i haven't responded i frankly don't know how to respond i'm a little bit embarrassed i don't know what to say in this situation what is the best way or what advice do you have for re-engaging with your instructor and in your course because it does happen at times, whether it's family members, yourself, hospitalization, there's many things that could cause this to happen.
1: Sure, so, so I've been around here a while <laughs> and I've encountered this in a myriad of different forms. You know, sometimes there are things that, you know, for instance, through, you, you know that, okay, my class starts in August and it ends in October, and I know in September, there is a mandatory week-long, you know, uh, really intense work situation. Well, reaching out immediately when you know this at the beginning of the class to say, hey, Professor XYZ, I've got this challenging situation that's gonna happen in the middle of September. You know, I don't anticipate it being an issue right now, but, you know, it may be, and so, you know, in those kinds of circumstances, I've never heard of anybody saying, well, that's tough. You know, <laughs> stuff's due when it's due. You know, generally, when somebody reaches out to me with something like that, I'll say, hey, that's, I appreciate you reaching out. Why don't we push these things back for you? And then you can do this extra thing to kind of make up for that, you know, something like that. Okay. And, and I've done that for people many, many times. Um, and I've heard of other instructors doing similar things. Now, on the other hand, and this is a little more, um, this is another general kind of situation that I've seen happen where there are sort of unanticipated things that happen. And these can range from, you know, it's, it gets really super busy at work and I didn't anticipate that happening, or, you know, car accidents or health problems or, you know, kid things or whatever it happens to be. And, you know, a lot of people come in and to this program and, and think, you know, hey, you know, I've, I've got, through, I got through undergrad, I got through master's program, I've done all these things fine, it's never been a problem, and I'm a really hard worker and this is gonna be great. Well, doctoral study is different and these are eight week classes. So when something does happen that might produce this kind of scenario, and it can, and I've seen it a lot of times, People are kind of blindsided by that in a way. And so the, the critical thing is, you know, even if it's just a little short note of this is what's going on, you know, you know, letting your instructor know what's going on is yes. really important. Or uh, of course, letting Shannon, you know, academic coach know, hey, I've got this thing, you know, worst case, if if you could do both things, that would be great. Then we know, and then we can we can help you with that. But when people just disappear from a class and you know instructors are all prompted to reach out when these scenarios happen and there's no response, we can't help anybody right. do that kind of thing. And it's not really fair to the other students who have been going along doing things fine to be like, well, I'm going to assume that something really bad happened and so I'm going to give them a break. You know so and you know most syllabi have that language you know I'm not gonna accept late work or it'll be deductive points things like that so you know that said you know just even just brief notes to to let your instructor know like hey I'm facing this challenging situation right now and I'll be in touch to figure something out you know cuz that's always possible and we're very uh, uh, accepting of those sorts of things and willing to be able to work with you but when something like that happens and it gets to the end of a class we have to turn grades in i mean the registrar sends out things and says grades are due at this time and you know punishment if you don't turn (laughs) them in on time and all these kinds of things so we need to do that Um, and so having those conversations about how we can figure that out and what leeway we can provide you um is is hugely important so yeah um again you know reaching out communicating again Online class. It's difficult yeah. sometimes to do those kinds of things, but we have venues through which you can do it.
0: I think um, at orientation, I've started having students get their phone out right there and then, and putting phone numbers in it. So that way, if you are in a situation where you can't get to your computer or your whatever is going on crazy, at least you can go into your phone, pull up an email or phone number quick call just check in do what you need to do obviously after that but then at least we've heard from you and know you're okay or you know what's going on there because i think we even start to worry sometimes yeah exactly when we don't hear from students because
1: we do care about yes. students and and you know if there's something like that happening there's a lot of things we can do if it's something even more serious than just a short-term event yes you know there's things that we can do um, administratively to help you um, avoid a great consequence and things like that you know but we can't yeah. do those things unless we hear from you
0: yeah I agree so just check in that's great yeah um, it kind of goes into the next scenario which we um, kind of touched on here um, so when we are in a situation and you said this I I um, i i can do this i'm kind of i'm busy right now things are happening work is busy i don't know if i have enough time really internally is what i'm thinking i I am struggling but you know what everyone's busy everyone has family everyone has work if they can do it so can i right Mm -hmm. so if this is thoughts these are thoughts that students are thinking what is the Best next step here. Who should I reach out to? How do I start this conversation? What what do I need to do?
1: Yeah, so one of the things I remember distinctly, um, I don't remember which orientation it was. and I don't, I don't remember who the student was, but essentially um, The 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 expression was This is going to be fine and I know that I'm working 60 hours a week and I've got a family and all these responsibilities, but I've got, I'll just block out this period of time and that's when I'm going to do things. And I said, I told him like, Hey, why don't you sit down and have a conversation with your family and at your job to say, Hey, this is something I'm engaging with. And it's an important priority to me me." and it may require some juggling at times, you know, and that those kinds of conversations up front with those important people in your life you know help set the stage um, for if you need the, these kinds of you know if there's a struggle or you've got i need to do all my you know when you get to the dissertation phase i'm doing a bunch of interviews or i've got a bunch of data analysis to do and i need a little extra time sure. or to reduce some some weight
0: that's good advice
1: that said you know if if you reach a point where You know, things truly are to the point where it's like, I need to pay attention, you know, family comes first, you know, your employment is very important to you. You know, when it comes time to things like that, some people have um, experienced career changes and they need to get up to speed at some at a new place. You know, if you think you're in a spot like that, you know, that's when talking to your faculty advisor is so important. Uh, and to Shannon, your academic coach. You know, so what we can help you do is at least we'll listen to you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and help you reason through that, you know, of what your options are. Um, so we'll be like a supportive person for you, and also to to provide you with the options that you have, you know, because there's it's not you know necessarily that. You know, some people see scenarios like this as, well, I just quit, you know, and now I'm out. And maybe you've heard stories of people like that where, you know, they were in some doctoral program somewhere and they were basically like, well, see you later, there's a door, you know, sure. if, you're, if you don't have what it takes, you yeah. know. And and that's just, you know, again, as a Jesuit, you know, school that uses those principles, that's completely anathema to us, so we would never do that. So you know, we will help you try to see your options and allow you to pick from the one that works best for you uh, and support you in that.
0: Sure, yeah. And,
1: and sometimes that may be that you need to step away from the program for a time and take a leave, or it may be that, hey, you know, this may not be, um, this may be a signal of something else that you should do in your life. Sure. You know, and those things happen.
0: Yep, I think a lot of times, students miss having that conversation and they I can try I can keep going and but then another week goes by and another week goes by and kind of snowballs on itself mm-hmm. until you're in a position where you didn't expect to be um, so again with the proactive and the communication I think this is the whole kind of crucial conversations point yep. of this talk Absolutely. is when to have the conversation and the theme so far has been sooner than later yeah <laughs> um, I guess kind of continuing to go off of this scenario, if you do reach a point where you are, you have a failing grade in a class, um, but maybe the instructor hasn't reached out to me yet. Maybe um, it's a little bit early and you're kind of trying to decide, all right, what do I need to do? Does this mean I'm okay? I haven't heard from the instructor. Can I pull out of this? What is your advice in this situation?
1: So, so one thing that I think is important to remember is that that we treat our students as adults. So, you know, if if this has happened and the instructor hasn't sent you a personal note, they're probably assuming that you're an adult.
0: (laughs) Fair assumption, (laughs) you know,
1: and that that you're aware of the consequences of what's going on. So again you know, reaching out to say, like, hey, I realize that my work here has been, you know, less than what expectations require. What can I do here? You know, what do I need to do to re-engage with this? Or how do I take a different tack at approaching this material? Uh, And, you know, sometimes people, I can't make any promises at all, but (laughs) sometimes people will allow you to redo things, you know, but you have to reach out. They're not just going to, at the, it's the end of the eight weeks, and you're like, hey, can I redo that thing from week two? Like, no, that's not going to sure. happen. So, you know, reaching out when these things are happening, staying engaged. And, and, and I say this so often at orientation. And for those of you who are new that are listening to this, you know, check your email, you know, check <laughs> your Creighton email. Yes. As, you know, at least once a week, if not more often. Yes. Uh, so, you know, staying engaged with everybody in that way course in a class you're going to be doing your course messages so you know ask the questions you know and reach out well, how can i do this what can i do here
0: sure um,
1: and and sometimes the answer might be nothing you know but you know make the effort
0: good we have one more scenario to go through but you said something important i want to ask what when do i use a course message and when do i use my create email?
1: so if you're communicating about class you're in a class and you're communicating about issues that have to do with that class use course message if the class has ended and you want to e- you want to get in touch with that instructor send them an email okay. you know, if it's about overall program issues plans of study all those kinds of things use your create email and email us because course messages although sometimes they show up in email they don't always, and so uh, if I'm teaching a class and it ends, you know, and then three months pass and somebody sends me a course message, I may not really see, it's not a direct path to see that. And so um, I may ignore that or just not even see it. Okay. So so if it's outside of class business, use an email.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so the last scenario, and I'm sure we could come up with lots of different ones but today we're going to end on I asked for a deadline extension and I still missed it what should I do
1: that's an interesting question (laughs) (laughs) so uh, so you know first I would say don't miss the deadline (laughs) extension okay you know Um, so that would be my first advice is if somebody has granted you an extension on something then You know, do what, you know, make sure that what you agree to is something that's realistic that you can do. Um, If in some bizarre circumstance that it occurs that, that, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do that in time, then you need to let whoever it is that you have this agreement with know um, before the deadline, you know, so to allow them the courtesy to, you know, have the chance to respond. Sure. Uh, before begging for forgiveness after the deadline has passed.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So that's, that would be my answer to that question.
0: Perfect. That's all I have planned. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join me and do this. I hope students find it helpful, and they may never experience one of these situations. Maybe they yeah. will, but the idea is to get the point across Use your faculty, use your instructors, use your email, use your phone, do it proactively. Don't be afraid or um, embarrassed or whatever word makes sense to have those conversations because you are probably instructors and faculty, the biggest resource they have in the success in this program is to utilize your Teaching yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think I think uh, to elaborate like communication is just so important in so many areas of our lives. Yes. I mean, we're constantly told we need to be better communicators.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: so although we never can be perfect communicators, you know, um, you know, reaching out and being uh, kind of adapting that proactive model of of, you know, let's get ahead of things or I anticipate an issue or I'm worried about this class or or whatever it happens to be, letting us know what's going on, um, we can help, and or at least we can be supportive. Sure. And so, um, those kinds of things are are you know definitely worth their time um, to spend. And and it's not only about you know having having problem issues, you know, right? It's happy um,
0: things too. Yeah,
1: you know, some <laughs> students have worked with faculty members on articles or gone to conferences or done a lot of things. or had a lot of opportunities. That they wouldn't have had if they didn't reach out. So yeah. Um, so those kinds of uh, those kinds of uh, unanticipated consequences of you know building these relationships um, are a happy coincidence for many people.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, great. Thank you again um definitely please join us next time we're going to keep this conversation conversation going um but with dr bloomquist next time we're going to focus our scenarios kind of more specifically on the dissertation phase of the program so we're excited to chat with her next time and thank you again for joining me and thank you to all of those who listened in thanks shannon yeah